This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Thanks so much for joining us. Ariel will attest that uh, one of the greatest games in, that I play is Pretty Pretty Princess. <laughs> you are excellent at Pretty Pretty Princess. You always win. To, to quote, you know, David Goggins, I, I take the kids' souls when I play that game. What? <laughs> Taking souls. What? Taking souls. I win that game ruthlessly. But going along with my my love for pretty pretty princess um is my love for princess math books <laughs> especially when i have that's a transition that was a da- that was, for for all those talk soup people who used to watch it in the old days that was a transition <laughs> man that was like that was like 15 years ago when joel McHale was on oh, the show yeah, oh my well, gosh we're dating ourselves i know we very much are um one of the things that i have been enjoying doing is rating these cheap discount um math books that you'll you will find at like big lots the various dollar trees dollar generals all these various um discount stores you'll always find kind of a a little education section um in their you know book area and i always love going in there because there's always these really fun kind of discount books that are all thematic um they're all always tied into some theme like they'll have a paw patrol one this one's obviously a uh the one I'm holding in my hands is the Disney princess one um, with the actual Disney princesses. It's not like, you know, like knockoff Disney princesses. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> this is Schmeriel yeah, from the Schmermaid, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's actual princesses. It's actual princesses. And you'll, you'll see a whole a whole host of them. And, and you'll, you, they have them for boys, you know, typical boy things that people like, you know, trucks and things like that. And sometimes they'll have princess stuff. And sometimes they'll just have kind of fun things that are kind of nature-based and whatnot. So you'll be able to find something that your learner likes, whatever, whatever your learner likes, you'll be able to find it. And obviously my, my daughter <clears throat> has an issue with princesses and now my <laughs> two and a half year old is getting the princess thing. And if anybody's ever seen our YouTube videos, then you will know that it is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a princess guy. But anyway, I always like getting these books. First of all, they're cheap. You know, so they kind of fit into almost yeah. Usually budget. a buck, a a buck two, two bucks, bucks at the most. most if you find one at like big yeah. lots. I mean, you're getting what you're paying for. You could also go to like Marshalls, Ross, oh, yeah. any of those kind of like discount stores. These books are how many pages is this? Thirty pages. Thirty pages, right? <laughs> Not even that much. Uh, this is, this one is an addition and subtraction yeah. book um, by Bendon, and you'll see that they've got quite a few of them. But yeah. um, this has got if you just kind of open it up here, yeah, yeah. we're so looking at it in front of us. This is just number problems. It's just a bunch <laughs> of practice problems, but it includes all those. Disney princesses, princesses our daughter loves and, and, and sometimes there are some all, other fun activities all full color full and, color and, and sometimes there's variations um like there are word problems so it's like jasmine bought four jewels at the market she got three more as gifts from her father how many jewels does she have in all yeah there's also the Seven. decoding one where she's got to like yeah. do all these addition problems our, our, our daughter and then found out she liked the decoding thing where and you then have, make like words yeah yeah each each you know addition problem like say it's 11 plus 2 is thir- 13 that represents R. And so she has to go down and, and decode the message and stuff. And like, a glass slipper. And this is for, for Cinderella. <laughs> Our you daughter know, loved this She book, loved you guys. them. She loved them. And so like, these are the, I have like a ton of these. So this is obviously numbers one to one to 20. So the, so the addition never got higher than 20 as the answer. So you, if you're targeting, you know, early kindergarten, so if you're finishing up the right star math, you're starting the math mammoth thing, this is kind of right in that wheelhouse if you need some additional problems. Yeah, you know, I think that's, we're basically looking at second grade and under yeah. is kind of the level of the books that we've seen so far. Yeah. I think these are really great for like, um, if you want to do some 
uh, road schooling. Oh, if yeah. you have a, an older sibling maybe who's at like a basketball practice or something, you mm-hmm. want to take one of these. Our daughter loves these books. They're so fun. Uh, even her grandparents have started buying these books for her. <laughs> when they go to one of these stores and they find them, they just pick them up. Yeah, I mean, and it's the something most, that they be, can do fun together yeah, too. Yeah, at the most there might be 20 problems on a page. You know, sometimes it'll be spread across them. You know, Tiana, Belle, it's got all the princesses and everything. Um, really fun little activities. Um, not very hard, not very difficult, you know, super, super affordable. Um, I love pulling them out as just kind of a warm up to get her brain going, thinking about, you know, the numbers and thinking about addition and thinking about place, you know, and, uh, you know, places, you know, number places for, you know, for the ones, the tens place, getting her head wrapped around that. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes, you know, you just don't have enough problems and math is really a, it's a muscle that you need to train. Um, I was, it was, I always laughed about it when I was taking physics back in, um, back in the, well, the, the good old days, um, <laughs> back in college. And it was, you always saw so many people studying the concepts and, you know, the concepts are good and everything. And, but when you get into the, the test, you need to have done a lot of problems because yeah. you, it's, it's a thing I always talk about with reading difficult books that you don't want to overcome three things, which is the, the language is difficult. The meaning is challenging, and the plot, you know, could be challenging as well. So you're combining all three of those. That's a that's a huge hurdle to overcome. Math is very similar to that. You need to be doing problems. You need to practice them. You need to get that muscle memory. You need to have that confidence that you've seen a lot of different variations of math problems. You know, adding up to twenty, you can do it a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen all those ways, or you're not comfortable with, you know, eighteen plus two because eighteen is a big number and that's super scary to a young learner, they, they kind of, you know, they start to freeze up. It's a lot easier to add 10 plus 10 because, oh, I've seen that. Or I can look at my hands and I can look at my toes and, and that makes a lot more sense. But those numbers like 17 and 13 are really challenging because they're weird looking. You know, you got to overcome that. And the best way to do that is through practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to do this with my physics problems. I would have to do a lot of problems so that I got comfortable enough with the math that I can then spend the time to make sure I was doing the concepts correct. So the math right. wasn't the greatest hurdle in the test. It was the concepts. Same thing here. Same thinking here. You always want to do the practice. And so I, I, I bring these in. Again, I don't spend a lot of time on this. This is less than five minutes of warm-up work. I'll tell her, you know, even if there's multiple, you know, problems on a page, I'll just say, do these two, you know, these two columns, do these eight problems. Mm-hmm. She'll do them really quick. We'll close it up. I'll put it back in the basket and I'll pull it out in a day or two. I don't even do it every single day. Um, but maybe once a week, I tend yeah. to do these books. I now have a first grade one upstairs that's a little bit more advanced math problems that I just pull out once in a while, give it to her. And sometimes I use it because it's princess themed. If, if, if you can find one that's themed for your learner that they enjoy, maybe if they're having a sticky day and you're like, ooh, I don't think I'm gonna be getting a lot of math out of them today. <laughs> maybe you pull one of these things out and say, you know what, if you can just give me some problems will have made some progress, at least with your confidence around math. Right. And, and keep, keeping with that that muscle building, I think exactly. the thing is it's really easy to find free um, math practice problems. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can find I mean, them all over where you can generate them. on our them. Facebook group. There's generators to do them. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah. You, you know, you math, mammoth pay for math gives problems. generators, <laughs> right? There's all that stuff. But... The, the caveat is while there are a bunch of free ones and you can write math problems yourself and you know, take the time, yeah. this is such an engaging theme. It has that Ariel and Tangled and Cinderella. Why does nobody do remember Rapunzel's name? She's just Tangled. Even our two-year-old, she's, that, that, that's Sorry. Tangled. Rapunzel. Anyways, so <laughs> point being, you know, it's, it is easy to find 
lots of problems for free, but I think that the fact that you can get them in characters, fun themes that your kids are going to enjoy makes math, you know, seem more fun, especially if they're kind of maybe hitting a rut in whatever curriculum you're using that you, you want to just give them something that they're going to deem as fun. Um, these are great and they're so cheap. I mean, pick a few up for a dollar, <laughs> so, you know, next time you're at, you never get through them all. It's, it's not, it's not a great loss. We right. spend more money on buying random unit studies all the time to, instead of getting like fun little books. like Absolutely. This. These are great, um, churn through books. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is one that we really love, but you know, hit us up, let us know which, which great cheap resources that you like to pull in and add to your homeschool, because we're Absolutely. always looking for new fun ways to, you know, show something a little bit differently and engage our learners differently. Well, and that's the one thing, you know, just as something, you know, as an aside, it's something that we've noticed or that I've noticed that we're always searching for something that's more than just the curriculums that we're doing. Like mm-hmm. I have the math curriculums, you know, we spent the money on Right Start Math. I was just talking to a mom at our, at our parent partnership today and she was like, oh, what's that math curriculum you're using? I was like, oh, it's Right Start Math and we're doing Math Mammoth. She goes, oh, I'm doing Math Mammoth. Yeah. What's the other one, you know? And I'm like, yeah, okay. But like, it's, a lot of times I'm doing so much more. There's so many more things that I'm doing. I'm, I, mean, I think I'm doing Not it. that we have to. Not certainly. that you have to, but I always like having different things that I can lean on. You know, we're, it's not that we're not moving fast enough. I mean, we're moving plenty fast. It's just that I like to have different things for her to do. And it's not just the same thing. Like, you know, we always joke about it's all math and reading, math and reading, math and reading in first and, you know, the kindergarten, first and second grade. You know, and I don't want the home to feel like that either. So I want there to be that variety and there can only be so much variety when you're just doing one curriculum. Yeah, like, Oh, true. we're just doing the math mammoth books. And you, the kid just says, okay, math today. It's always the blue book. It's always the blue book. It's always the blue book. And that's okay. Math mammoth is great. I mean, hey, if that works for you yeah. and your kiddo, for our kid, exactly. she, she Likes would get kind variety. of, yeah, she, I can she, see she it in her eyes. She's a like, little oh, okay, stale. it's math time. You know, it's like, and I don't ever want her to feel like that. I want her to feel excited about math. You know, and like today, she like I showed her the negative number space, and she, she's been doing negative numbers now. And I'm like, I'm not. We're doing math facts, um, so it's like seven plus, you know, seven two and five. And instead of going seven minus two is five, she goes two minus seven is negative five. And I'm like, I'm going to give that to you because you're having fun. I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> like those are the little things that I'm I'm doing. They're just like. I'm not going to stop you and say that's wrong because it's technically right, but it's not what she, it's not what they're asking for. But these are the things that I like to just add in, like just let them have fun, let them play with math. And this is one thing that I'm, I've been doing to help keep the, the excitement and yeah. the fun and, and whatnot when I know we're just grinding through math problems, <laughs> <You> <laughs> trying know, to keep it as fun as possible. One of the things I like about these two is these different kind of, you know, cheapy math workbooks too, is it gives a chance for our children to show their mastery at something, mm-hmm. right? I, one of the things is that there, there's always this balance between teaching new things mm-hmm. and letting them enjoy having mastered something. So what I like about some of these is that sometimes she can go through them very quickly and then she feels so great about herself. Sometimes we'll do this just so that she, you know, walks in being like, yeah, you know, I feel confident about math and, you know, she's enjoying her mastery before we then teach her something new that she's going to have to maybe noodle on a little bit. So that's one of the other things. So if you have a child that really gets a lot out of, um, showing their mastery, then finding books like this are great. And sometimes I always feel like we're trying to push to the next level. Like, okay, well, hey, we already taught her that and she knows it. Let's move on. Sometimes it's nice to just let them enjoy. Enjoy what they know and using it and being proud of, you know, 
how easy, quote unquote, that was now for for them to do. So that's not that's just another point Absolutely. we shouldn't so, we shouldn't miss. So we challenge you: go out to the Dollar Tree, find the uh, <laughs> right. find the Paw Patrol edition book <laughs> from one to twenty, and see if your learner likes it. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!